and welcome back to We Know How to Read. I'm Megan. And I'm Natalie. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about a newer genre that has been sweeping book talk and Instagram, uh, new adult fiction, or as we like to call it, new fiction. new adult just sounds like it's still for 18 year olds which is not what it is so well i have some technicalities for what (laughs) is new adult um and you'd be surprised the age range that it okay all right so glad that's a good jumping off point right there (laughs) (laughs) yes this is something where um natalie has done a lot of research on this topic and i have not um so we're gonna kind of get a little bit of both where she knows a lot about it because of the research and then what i think is from my point of view um more of a general just the everyday book lover would know yep so we're gonna go back and forth about that so when would you say i'm just gonna ask you a, a broad question when would you say new fiction became or new adult fiction became a thing? Like what year it became a thing? Yeah. Like around? Yeah. Um, I would say probably, but see, okay. I don't know if this is because this is when it became a thing or if this is just when I became aware of it, but I think probably in like, 2015, 26, something like that. Cause that's when I came aware of it okay. and had never heard of it. And then I did a little bit of research of what it is and saw that it was like something people had tried. Okay. So I guess around when, when we would have been in college. So maybe. <laughs> the term new adult fiction was actually coined in 2009. What? Yes. Wow. It was as adult or a sort of older YA or new adult in 2009. That is when it was coined as a phrase. But it didn't actually like pick up traction. Or I mean, I guess we weren't, we weren't new adults. What can, wait, I don't know. Follow up question. How much new fiction, not like new adult fiction, but in general, Mm. how much time did you spend going to your bookstore and buying a book in college that's a good point not a whole lot because i wasn't yeah no (laughs) i wasn't what was i reading in college fan fiction (laughs) fan fiction (laughs) because i had it on my laptop and i didn't have to go anywhere yeah yeah no you're right Um, that and hunger games mm, that's all i read yeah so yeah fan fiction and i read a lot of I read the Harry Potter books a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's when I started rereading them. Okay. Was when I got to college. I was like, I need to reread these. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So and then, of course, fan fiction. Was when it was coined a word. Okay. And that is when they said that it can be, um, it was first published. So, that was mm-hmm. when the genre became thing. And you know mm-hmm. what I want to really, like, hit on with, with all of this is this new adult fiction is one of the things that from doing all this research and doing all these takeaways this subgenre of fiction that has developed because there it can be any genre it can be fantasy yeah. it can be mm-hmm. historical fiction it can be romance it, it can be is under the umbrella of new adult or ad- yeah. you know new fiction i like new fiction i don't like new adult fiction because i don't like the connotation that oh, well, you're a brand new adult, so you're not ready for adult fiction. You're still, Yeah, you're you know, still that, that gap. Bright-eyed that. and bushy-tailed and excited about your career. Like, no, fuck off. <laughs> like, the world hasn't pushed you down yet, so here's yeah. some new new adult fiction for you. It's mm-hmm. like young adult, Kinda new adult. Dip your adult. toes into it. And I'm like, 
I am no less an adult than somebody else down the street. Now, right. we are officially on the end of the new adult age range. Oh, dear God. Apparently, 30s and up is adult. Which I'm just like... I got one more year. Okay. <laughs> I'm 30, so I'm right there. On my it starts right where YA ends, so 18. That makes sense. It does make That's sense. Technically, yeah. Okay. It all makes sense. So 18, so 18 to, 30 to 30 is the age makes bracket. Sense. I feel like they could push that to 35. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever too. read adult fiction. Like, I'm going to be straight up. I mean, I have, and I... I I don't, yeah, I don't really. Um, well, let me I get a lot of... <laughs> I don't want to read adult fantasy fiction written by men. <laughs> That's the caveat, yep. <laughs> because... I don't want to read it if it's written by men, with some exceptions. Of course there's exceptions. Because somebody with was some like, exceptions. somebody was telling me yesterday, because I was telling him, I was like, I'm boycotting all male authors right now. Like, I am only reading oh, male I... authors. And somebody was like, well, you liked The Hobbit. And I was like, yeah, but he's dead. <laughs> and then they're like, you like Tolk you like uh, Lord of the Rings? I was like, that's the same the author. The same author. And they're like, but you still liked both of them. I was like, just because I liked a past male author does not mean I have to read a presently current male author. Mm. Also, Tolkien wrote badass women. Right. He did. Because, like, Gla 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 oh, Galadriel, <laughs> wow, <laughs> was amazing. She was yes. like a super powerhouse. Mm -hmm. Arwen had her own story, and then um, Eowyn had her own mm -hmm. story. I was like, the main women in his books were all... I, I literally have a shirt that quotes, I am no man because she <laughs> murders the, like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tolkien does not do women dirty. If I can no, read he does not. a high fantasy fiction written by a man with properly represented badass women, mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Give it to yes. me. Um, so I have broken that boycott. <gasps> I know. Okay, but okay, no. Do you know which book it was, though, that I read? No. Legends and Lattes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's that was, that. that is by a man, but it was. It's very Hufflepuffy, and Hufflepuff men don't count. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the, the women in that are just, I mean, the main character, um, mm -hmm. her, like, it just, all of them are so great. So, yeah. Yeah, that is that is the one. I think that's all. Okay. Yeah, that's the only one. Now. But I'm it counts because, you know. It does. Like you said, Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a Hufflepuff. That doesn't, that doesn't count. Mm -mm. So I'm going to ask you a question okay. about new adult fiction. Mm -hmm. In your mind, what like genre of fiction do you think the new fiction like was for like the first publications came out for new adult fiction? What genre do you think that happened to be in? I would have to say either thinking about 2009 and what was popular at the time in YA. I would have to say dystopian. Okay. Or fantasy. Okay. But I don't know if that's just because most of the new adult stuff I read now is mostly fantasy. Solid guesses. That's yeah. what I would have picked because it uh -huh. makes logical sense. You just age right. your character a bit and you have the same story. Like the storyline mm -hmm. doesn't have to change. It's just an older person. Right. With more adult themes. Yeah. Romance. Yeah, that, that tracks. <laughs> People start, which is interesting because so many things started, yeah. uh, were started by romance authors and mm -hmm. no one gave them the time of day. They're like, no, which because makes of the, sense. Yeah. It's because of the, the, what are they called? The um, Harle Harlequin. Yeah. Novels. Um, so it, it's like women started writing mm -hmm. about older women or younger, I guess younger, because like you re look at romance and it's either like YA or uh, like, I guess 40 plus. And yeah, like adulty or adults. There's a sweet spot from, I would say 20 to 40, where there wasn't mm -hmm. a lot of fiction. And mm -hmm. the romance authors 
started writing more content for that age. And that's actually the genre that sparked the new adult fiction. That makes sense. It does. It that makes like a lot the, of sense. There was a hole and there was nothing mm-hmm. in it. And well, there was a hole in it. I mean, this is a... Honestly, I feel like we both have been waiting years for this subgenre to blossom the way it has yes. now. Yes. Because I really appreciate reading a book about an older character mm-hmm. who has basically full control of her emotions. Yeah. No three-way love triangles. <laughs> Dear God, I hate those. Oh, I hate the love triangles. And, you know, it's just like, and there's like more to the relationship. Because at this point mm-hmm. in our lives, our careers are different. Mm-hmm. Our relationships look different than a high schooler. Yeah. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so as well. So, like, seeing that represented in a book, regardless of the genre, mm-hmm. is very appealing. Yeah. yeah. And I also feel like the new adult genre is for the Harry Potter generation. <laughs> like, if you... If, I if absolutely you, agree with that. Because we, we hit this... It's millennials. We hit that yeah. sweet spot mm-hmm. for the new adult it fiction. Is. Yeah. So we were demanding us as readers and I probably I wonder how many of mm-hmm. these people are authors like that are in well, I mean, their mid thirties and you also you also have to think about it too. Like I I don't know when young adult fiction started. Um, but I feel yeah. like our generation is really where uh, young adult fiction, what it is today. Oh, is it, when it started. Like that started yeah. with our generation, so it we would grew up on that. What it is, yeah. Right. So naturally, that has to progress with us growing up because we're going to keep wanting to read those stories, but we're going like, to want to and, see ourselves in them when we're, you know, in our twenties and then in thirties. See those same things. Like I want to see Harry Potter, but for someone, you know, so in their twenties. And here's the thing, as an author myself, when I started writing my book when I was 21, Mm -hmm. I think I originally planned on writing her younger. And as I have gotten older, I have been aging her up just I've done that with my characters too, with um, this one series that I've been working on since. Because it it was never intended to be YA. Mm -hmm. Like, it was never intended to be YA because the, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not one for content labeling, Mm -hmm. like, content warnings, because I think there's plenty of high schoolers and even middle schoolers, depending on the genre, and maybe, like, I shouldn't have been watching these, but, like, there's some things that, if it's set in a fantasy realm, it's not going to harm them. Like Yeah, yeah, because it's so far removed. Exactly, and so, like, there are certain levels of violence and things like mm-hmm. that that you can just kind of accept it for like face value at a younger age yeah. because it's just yeah. not real mm-hmm. and i never really i never intended on my book being a ya so i mm-hmm. never knew why i had originally like written her as like 16 i think she's either i think she's between 18 and 21 now mm-hmm. i don't want to push her too much older because it would skew the plot like it wouldn't make sense mm-hmm. right. <laughs> based yeah. on her backstory. Yeah. yeah. Um, but honestly, like, if, you know, if the world falls into place and I get, like, a movie deal, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to age her up. Oh, yeah. A thousand percent. Because it's not mm-hmm. it's not for teens. My book is not for teens. Mm-hmm. If teens happen to read it, good for them. But right. I'm not saying this should be in your... Because, no, oh, God, no. <laughs> should not be in your high school reading list. <laughs> no, I would not be like, hey, 16-year-old, read my book. Uh-huh. I definitely would be marketing 20 plus. Yeah. Or yeah. 18 plus. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an interesting thing. Remember how I was saying I really feel like new adult is for millennials, zillennials. Yeah. All that jazz. Yeah. One of the most iconic new adult fiction authors that we know, that we read and love and hate all at the same time. <laughs> is, and I'm wearing her shirt. <laughs> Sarah J. Mass we are herself. survivors. We are survivors of mass destruction. Do you want to guess how old she is? Because I just looked it up. How old is she? She just turned 36. She is writing for her own, like, group. 
Okay, she yeah. All these books yeah. for the new adult as a new adult. As a new adult. And I feel yeah. like so many people between 25 and 35, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't want to exclude our 40 year old readers or authors, but a lot of, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of these women, specifically women authors, mm-hmm. are writing new adult fiction for the age group that they want to, they want to read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely, because with, like you were saying with aging up um the characters as you went like i i noticed that too when i would start writing and this took me a bit to get past just dealing with um that evolution as an author um is i would want those ya themes but then whenever i was like okay she's 16 or 18 i'm like Mm. i don't yeah, I can't write for this because I'm not, and I don't want to write for this because it's a whole different state of mind, and I don't want to read that. I want to read someone that's my age or, you know, around my age. Exactly. Totally makes sense. And, yeah, like we were saying earlier, it's those authors um, predominantly that grew up on the YA mm-hmm. of whether that's fantasy or science fiction uh romance contemporary uh whatever it is then they're just like i want this same feeling just age appropriate so <laughs> for lack of a better term here's another good example uh jennifer armatrout is how you say her armantrout armantrout from blood and ash mm-hmm. war of two queens we know her she's 42 so she's one of those 40 plusers Mm-hmm. But, like, what I feel like is she's probably doing the same thing that we've just said. She mm-hmm. felt like, because that's most authors who write, write because they feel like there's something missing from. Yes. And they feel like there's a story they want to mm-hmm. tell and share. So she, being older than us, mm-hmm. probably went through her 20s and 30s struggling to find books yeah. that she wanted to read. So she's like, I want to give back where I couldn't find something. Mm-hmm. I want to find something yep. like, and, and she has. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, that TikTok sound, um, the fine, I'll do it myself. Exactly. Sound. Oh, like it's like, okay, if you're not going to do it, then I will do it. I'll write what I want to see out there. So when it comes to new adult fiction, there are like, we've mentioned so many different subgenres. Mm-hmm. just, it can be any genre you want, but apparently one of the things that is mentioned in the article and throughout the research that it is and I disagree with a lot of these things <laughs> for some reason it feels too and maybe I'm too old now maybe because I'm 30 and I'm like because it's 18 to 30 so I right. think this is definitely 18 to 25 mm-hmm. not 30 plus right so leaving home developing mm-hmm. sexuality mm-hmm. navigating education and career choices yeah, that's definitely 18 to 25. And I'm just like, yeah. that's not really where I'm at mm-hmm. anymore. And I don't feel like, at least not what I read of new fiction, really evol- revolves around these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally, and like you could tweak all these things. And yeah. say they're rediscovering their sexuality. See, like, that's, that's what I was just about to say is I've read a lot of books recently where it's, um, I guess predominantly in the romance genre mm-hmm. where it's like um like the bliss list that I we, was just thinking that, that yeah we both read um she had been married for 10 years and was divorced newly divorced trying to yeah. find herself trying to figure herself out I um, think she was like 32 or something no she was Which, 27 shut up she was like 27 so or 28 yeah, there is a bit of an age gap between. Yeah, you're those right two. because well, she was a high school. I don't sweetheart. think it was that they. Yeah, I don't think it was that they were married for ten years. Maybe they just had been together for ten years because high yeah. school sweetheart. Um. Yeah, she was. She was. You. Um. Mid. Mid to late twenties. Mm, okay. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just starting over and rediscovering all these things about herself she didn't know. I think you've used some like good keywords there to describe the difference between the beginning of new adult and the end of new mm-hmm. adult fiction is uh restarting you know mm-hmm. relearning mm-hmm. because i feel like leaving the home i feel like you could just change that leaving current situation yes yes leaving yeah behind past to discover uh-huh. present 
in the yeah. future. You know, developing sexuality, well, ever that's that's constantly changing. It I, is, if, yeah. If, yeah. For, our, for our younger readers, readers, <laughs> for our younger listeners, and I'm, it's constantly changing. You will learn it is. so yes. much about yourself mm-hmm. by throughout your entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Whether that's your sexuality, your personality, your preferences. You're not always just, changing Not just your sexual preferences, but even down But to just like in general. What you like to drink yeah. or like what you like yeah. to do or who you want in your life. Your preferences mm-hmm. are constantly changing. Constantly. And so I like, mean, that's also like our, um, the, the one that we've been reading, you're currently reading it and I finished it last night. I mean, yes. she's um, not, she's not restarting anything, but she is trying to discover this newfound bravery that she yeah. didn't know she had she's exploring um, a side of herself she's never mm-hmm. discovered yeah. before because yeah. due to life and she's mm-hmm. tw- she's 27 or 28 yeah which oh no so old <laughs> yeah i know i know that Ancient. is uh my uh my killer vacation is the name of that book that honestly we're probably gonna <laughs> we haven't done a book review yet we have it but I think we might have to do one for this one because we I, might. Like I'm thinking, you know what? I'm just gonna skip over this. I'll save it for the book review because it's gonna happen. It so, is, yeah. Teaser for future episode. <laughs> but I mean, I see all these points and I agree with them. But mm-hmm. I feel like the at least the wording of the article yeah. and the research I've done is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Now, to get to the criticism, there's obviously Ooh. negativity because apparently. Of you know, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, poo-poo, you don't need literature. <laughs> like, what? Like, you're either young adult or you're an adult. There's nothing in between. And I'm like, this right. is boomer yeah. attitude. It is. It's like, no. I, I feel this way. So this is this is really interesting. I feel this way. Um, and I talk to my mom about this every single time I go shopping mm-hmm. for clothes. <gasps> I'm like, there's nothing between... Yes. Yes. teenage juniors forever 21 and adult adults yes. you know i always feel like i'm either dressing like i'm going to a pta meeting or i'm going to the high school preach homecoming preach. and i'm like there's nothing in between for the people in the back <laughs> it's the exact same thing there's nothing in between i'm like i really need just a mid to like 25 to 35 right there please dear god give like- it to me Especially you know, in the South. When, whoever, like, whatever you look like, it does not, your body, body type irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. I really don't care. At, at, I do not want to wear a crop top 24-7. I want to wear a crop top maybe a few times a year. I'm really yeah. feeling myself. <laughs> but not every shirt I own needs to be a crop be top. Be a crop top, yeah. Also, all you, no, you know what? I'm going to start bashing some things that I should not. It really peeves me out. It does. I I cannot. And I'm like, sometimes, I, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad and I hate it so much. And I completely agree with you. But the criticism, the big criticism, which I find really strange, is um, that it was a marketing scheme. Because apparently we, because we're millennials, we don't exist. We don't. No, we're just. They say. Uh, what, we're ruining what? everything. What was it? It was the, was it the 60s? The generation? It was the 60s or the 70s was the silent generation. Which was the silent generation? Um, what came after boomers? It's that one. That one's the silent generation. Yeah, okay, boomers. That was. So it's, it's not boomers, but whatever is after it. It's the silent generation. I'm like, are we the, are are the next? No, I think it's the generation ahead of us. It's the silent generation. The people that were born in the, mostly in the 80s. Oh, uh, the Gen Xers? Yeah, I think they. I think they're more silent than anybody. I think so too. Yeah, they absolutely are. And I'm like, no, 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 no. But so they apparently there was it was a marketing scheme, and others claim that the readership wasn't there. I'm sorry. We. <laughs> I just nope. I don't exist. We don't. I'm, don't I'm sitting here surrounded by my books. Um, what? Yeah, not we. Um, the readership doesn't exist, and. Uh, was not there to publish the material. In contrast, others claimed the term was necessary. A publicist for, uh, for HarperCollins described it as a convenient label because it allows parents and bookstores and interested readers to know what is on the inside, which, nah, I can see yeah. that, but, like, I don't also agree with that. Yeah. 
so yeah, we apparently it was a marketing scheme and the readership wasn't there. So well, the same people that are saying that are the ones that will look at us and be like, why are you reading YA? You're too old for that. Exactly. So it's the same, you know. And the thing is, is um, if there's a list, I have a few lists here um, of f- famous new adult genres, like mm-hmm. uh, authors. Sarah J. Mass is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Armantrout. I wonder mm-hmm. how to say her last name. Um, Jamie <laughs> McGuire. Colleen Hoover, Cora oh, yeah. Mark, um, Kendall Ryan, Casey McQuestion, <laughs> Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yes, yes. Just to name a few off the list. And you know what's all in common of all of those people? Can you guess? Just based what? off me saying their names. Oh, romance stuff. Women. <laughs> oh, <laughs> women. Yeah, that too. I was like, I'm like, a so, lot of that's romancey stuff too. But yeah, they're all women. Is, who is it? Because, like, I, I think we said a statistic at the beginning of the year about how most read books and bought mm-hmm. books are male authors, but the most mm-hmm. readers are women. So the people saying there's no readership, the people that are saying it's a marketing scheme, sounds like a man thing to be saying. It does sound like that. Because I'm down also... the women authors yes. to write Writing. for women. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, hey, we like these things. And fuck now... the patriarchy. Ugh, fuck <laughs> the patriarchy. Um, that's interesting because I'm thinking about the books that would fall into the new adult category um, that I own and that I've heard of. And I don't know any male authors. No. Like, I can't think of any male authors off the top of my head that would fall under new adult other than... Brandon Sanderson. Um, he writes so many different because he what he does YA and I don't count him. regular. Fit, I don't like, count him either. Not well, him. I mean, the same could not James Patterson. No, fuck James Patterson. That too. Uh, where's my book? <laughs> I'm gonna fall out of my chair trying to grab this book. So again, the Legends and Lattes. Um, great. This would probably be, and this is this is written by Travis Baldry. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the only thing that I think I would consider more of a new adult because it's got those themes. It's, um, Viv, the main character, she's, um, a barbarian orc. She goes on all these campaigns, you know, it's Dungeons and Dragons, uh, with a cop. It's a coffee shop AU with Dungeons and Dragons, (laughs) which is great. But she starts over. She's like, I'm done doing this stuff. I don't want to do campaigns. I don't want to go on quests anymore. I'm going to settle down in this town and start a coffee shop. And that's what the whole book is, is her trying to navigate that. So it's that restarting of something. She's, they never say how old she is, but from what I can gather, she's in that, you know, So this might 30s be age. Reaching. I might be reaching here. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned this and you're making a valid point. If you think about male authors, there's YA. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of YA male mm-hmm. fantasy. I want to stick to fantasy here because fantasy, that's what, yeah, that is our. That's main what genre. we know. Yeah, that's what it we is. Know. What we what we know. Mm-hmm. And then adult fantasy. Yeah, and there is it is dominated by male authors. You leave that YA section, and I remember it being a young girl leaving the YA section because I was like, I want something more. I want something yes. more like Tolkien, more mm-hmm. high energy. Yeah. Number- stabbing and blood and Mm -hmm. i want something gritty and you walk into the uh, adult fantasy section the adult fiction section and you just see all these like really terribly art designed yes and it's just like the same font on everything and it's Mm -hmm. like the champion the dragon sword temples Mm -hmm. the battle of two blades and it's like Honestly, some of those titles sounds really good. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They definitely do. But, but like, then you get to the back of the cover and you're reading it and it's just... It's like, what? And Yeah. And here's... Hello. <laughs> Cat warning. Um, but here's the thing. Here's something that I would just like to maybe observe. A little, like, mm-hmm. observation. Women read more than men. That is a statistic that we shared yeah. with you guys in an early episode. So women are reading at every stage of their life. 
yeah. I feel like I can make an educated statement as I have a lot of male friends that are readers. There is a large gap between young male readers and adult mm-hmm. male readers. And yeah. there's not a lot in between. Yeah. Occasionally they'll pick up stuff in the middle, but like I know for a fact that when I started dating my husband at 18, he was 18, he was not reading. And he yeah. occasionally picked up a few books. And he's only recently started reading more in the last mm-hmm. year and a half. And he is now in his late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Thus, the neat, the non-existent readers, mm-hmm. the marketing scheme, it makes sense. Yeah. From it does make sense. From a male publisher, male yep. buyer, when mm-hmm. it's not marketed for you. because Yeah. Yeah, because it's a lot of it isn't. And it's like growing up now i try to stay away from this nowadays just because i'm very conscious of it but growing up and stuff we didn't really have an issue reading about male main characters i mean harry potter mm-hmm. he's you know the giver main character the, the giver. giver love the giver. ender's game i did not read that <gasps> hitchhiker's yeah. guide to the galaxy i didn't read that either oh <laughs> i know but but uh, before you start scolding me for what I've not read, um, uh, we didn't have an issue with that. Now, obviously, nowadays, I do tend to stick more towards female character, main characters. But um, it's so much easier to read a male character, a male main character, um, either written by a man or written by a woman. But then if you go to female main characters, if they're written by a man, I don't want to touch it. Like what? I don't know what the it's, disconnect is. It's I like, don't either. And it's and I'm not gonna say um, men don't have the emotional range of a teaspoon, haha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because men have emotions and they know how yeah, to express them. And absolutely. There are plenty of male authors out there that are great at telling mm-hmm. stories and mm-hmm. and pulling at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And I I mean the whole Percy Jackson fandom is like intense. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. That's another one. Exactly. Is, Cause I'm a big part of the Percy Jackson fandom. It's like you, you know, for a fact that it can be done. It's just, yeah. it seems like 90% yeah. of you or more cannot write a woman to mm-hmm. save your life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not saying you don't have the capability to do it. You just clearly are just want are bad to. at it. Yeah. yeah. You don't want women uh-huh. to, Stand up. You're on my headphones cord. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I don't know. Like, it's like, for some reason, mm-hmm. the men in fantasy and sci-fi have a certain archetype. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the male gaze versus the female gaze. Most fantasy books written by a man is catered to what they think the male gaze wants to see. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like it's them trying to recreate their own version of the Lord of the Rings. And it's like, not everybody can be Tolkien and not right. no one ever will be Tolkien. No. Like, but it just, it feels like, it's like what we were talking about with our episodes about classics. There's this, um, pretentiousness Mm -hmm. that comes with Mm -hmm. adult fantasy. Um, like not new adult fantasy, adult fantasy. Um, <laughs> cat hair. In my coffee. Oh no! <laughs> That's like that was like seven pieces of hair, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, yeah. There's like, and I also feel like it. The world building is just not done in a way. Yeah. It's like reading a fucking map. It is. Yeah. And, it, and not like a pretty map, mm-hmm. like a map map. Like, it, oh no, I got it. <laughs> it's like reading an ikea manual <laughs> oh god it's like you're all absolutely the, right all yeah. the words are there but it yeah. doesn't make sense and then you just uh-huh. get mad at it uh-huh because uh-huh. it's just like it's too much there's too many parts what goes where why did i jump to this step ah <laughs> and then half the time the story doesn't come and then there's just, then you end up with like five nuts and bolts at the end and you're like where is this supposed to go and why was yeah. i given it yeah i don't understand this it's just thrown in there and called world building and it's like but it doesn't do anything to enhance the story and here's the thing is guys it's not just guys guys i know it's say not that big lover mm-hmm. of sarah j mass but her fifth book falls into this category 
Oh, yes. Too much plot, too much things, mm-hmm. not enough expansion, yeah. not enough detail. Yeah, yeah no. Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, women mm-hmm. can do it too. It can mm-hmm. fail on both ends, but men are just <laughs> <laughs> more likely to fail at it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> My cat's like yeah, sitting. It's... He's he's too short for the camera frame. <laughs> but he's sitting under, but he's under like the sitting, camera. He's like sitting upright too. He's not even laying down. Oh my gosh. He's too short. <laughs> you might be able to see like the tips of his ears. Yep, I can see the tips of his ears. But yep. That's it, yeah. <laughs> um but I wanted to go Oh god. There there he goes. Um I wanted to get back into like what are the big differences between Y mm-hmm. and NA? And we've yes. obviously beat around I feel like I've beard. <laughs> long-haired cat problems um yep like the big differences between y and na and we've definitely talked and hit a lot of these there's a cut on my hand um but i wanted to just kind of read through my bullet points real quick to make sure that mm-hmm. we didn't miss yeah. anything yeah um so one of the big other nicknames for it is called the crossover category so instead of being mm. which I don't know if I'll ever grow out of this category. Yeah, I don't know if I like that because it does feel like it's like, oh, this is just a bridge for you to get to the ad- actual adult stuff. Well, if people started writing better adult fiction, I would read it. Right, yeah, exactly. We have the zoomies. <laughs> and so I just, I don't like that as a category mm-hmm. in itself. Um, publishers of young adult fiction now favor this category as it encompasses for a far broader audience. Well, no, did it. Like, what is it? Were you also categorized as an advanced reader in elementary school? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, you're reading at a high school. Like, I mean, I was reading, I read Tolkien when I was 12. Like, I, yeah. was, I mean, I was an advanced yeah. reader. And it's like, yeah, when you hit, and I think that's one of the things, like, they pushed reading so mm-hmm. hard during our age. I don't know if they still do, but, like, growing up, it was like, you must read all the time. And yeah. so we developed at least comprehension skills. Not as, I'm not saying grammatic skills, writing skills, spelling mm-hmm. skills. And we may not have always understood the content of what we were reading. Not everything, but we had a good grip on comprehension. Yeah. Oh, yeah, And absolutely. so I, I feel like that yielded us to desire. It's like they kept pushing mm-hmm. us to read more challenging books going higher and higher up in these Mm -hmm. levels of age appropriate content and so we're sitting at 16 and we've already read you know half of the classics half of like Mm -hmm. current fiction and it's like okay i want something adult just ran out from underneath my chair and grabbed my headphone with it. <laughs> so I thought I was just going to be yanked out. I thought he was going to choke himself. Oh my gosh. Well. Alright then. <laughs> that was a whole mood. Um, but yeah, like Yeah, like no, absolutely. Because like, I mean, I, was, I finished reading Lord of the Rings in mm-hmm. middle school and so like by high school I was like Give me yeah. something gory. Well, Give me okay, something. Okay, you also you also have to think about it this way as well. When did you start reading fan fiction? Mm, 12. Yeah, 11. same. Yeah, I think it was um 13 for me. Yeah. Um Lord of and the that was that was my <laughs> Naruto. Ah. <laughs> Naruto for me. Um, but like that, you have to think about it that way too, because we had access to fanfiction.net and Quizilla and tumblr that we could read um fan fiction about our favorite stories but a lot of these fan fictions that we were reading were way more adult content so then it was like well i want this stuff in what i'm reading book wise new content with the same level with the same level and that i think um also adds to it because we had access to that so easily um through those things now granted some of those things we were reading should we have had them that young no no no, no. <laughs> probably and not does it you know show our taste in romance now absolutely but <laughs> now this ties in great to like the next point that's on this list the chief features that distinguish new adult fiction 
category from young adult fiction mm. are the perspective of the young adult protagonist and the scope of the protagonist's life experience. Perspective mm. is gained as childhood innocence fades and life experience is gained, which brings insight, making... Uh, it is the insight which is lacking in traditional young adult fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently is one of the big distinguishing differences because we've already lost our innocence apparently (laughs) (laughs) we've been tainted and corrupted by the world (laughs) this people is watching you check your trigger warnings (laughs) (laughs) yes it is Uh, always always check those AO3 tags Um... oh yeah (laughs) Um, yeah no absolutely um, some other big differences, character ages, which we've already talked about, the mm-hmm. setting. Why does not usually include main characters over the age of 18 or in college, but these, which honestly, I feel like if I was 16, 17, 18, like especially uh, in that phase of applying uh-huh. to college, I would probably want to read about people in college. In college, yeah, absolutely. Because like when yeah. you're in college, you don't got time to read. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then new adults can best be described as the age category after young adult. So dry. I think I'm. Um, it also just as as we were getting older and everything. Um, yeah, we were reading books in high school, middle school, and high school, um, where they were around our age. Um, or I guess really middle school Harry Potter, Hunger Games. They were still older than us you had hunger games in middle school is that when it came out no i read it in high school never mind okay i was like never mind never mind that was that was high school i'm getting my years mixed up oh my gosh how old am i um okay anyway 29 so yes (laughs) (laughs) yes um so i just feel like we were still reading about characters that were older than us um, or younger than us. We never really were reading quite at our age. Um, And I think the first time I remember distinctly, there's a book um, by, what's her name? I don't have the book anymore. Um, Oh, Rainbow Rowell. Uh, What's her name, right? What? Sorry. Yeah, Rainbow Rowell, Um, fangirl. And I remember reading Fangirl and she was going off to college Mm. and it was about her first year of college. And I read that while in my first year of college. And if you've read Fangirl, it's this girl, she goes to college. She's obsessed with this book series. That is just, it's, it's Harry Potter. Um, It's Harry Potter without being Harry Potter. She's obsessed with it. And she writes fan fiction and she's like finishing all this big fan fiction while also trying to figure out going to college for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in college, my first year of college, so same age. I love Harry Potter. I write Harry Potter fan fiction, you know? So I think that was like that first moment of, yeah. I need things about me, not just all about, you know, 14, 15, 16 year old teenagers. So one of the things that I read way too young and it was definitely my first taste, I think, of new adult fiction, probably in high school, because I went to the Green Valley Book Fair. If you're in Virginia, look it up. <laughs> if you've never heard of it, highly recommend. Must go to. And I found this book there. So picture Sex in the City, but with witches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the main character, I think, was a writer, and she was like falling out of love or had her heart broken or something i don't really remember all the details of it. i still have the book um but she like i think it was my first book that did not have fade to black sex in it that mm. wasn't a fan fiction <laughs> that i definitely okay. read in like high school oh interesting because i remember their auras mixing together oh <laughs> Like their magic auras would come yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm gonna but have to send you a picture you, of it so you, you can read it. You want to know? It's funny. Do you want to know what the first book that I read? Um, that was not Fade to Black. Um, and I read it not realizing that it uh-huh. was gonna have that in it because my friend didn't tell me. She was just like, "Here's this YA book," 
that's really good and you're gonna like it and i was like cool and then we get to the scene and i'm like i've only read this in fan fiction um, <laughs> right right uh do you want to guess what that book was i'm trying to think was it akatar it was akatar shut up yeah. oh my god i almost knocked my camera <laughs> off my stand it was akatar because because i read it when it came out and i don't remember what year it came out in but um i she because she gave it to me and she was like you're gonna really like this it's beauty and the beast retelling um ya um ya themes and i was like okay cool it's ya and that was the first time where i was like oh my gosh there are books out there that have these ya themes yeah but also have adult topics and that was my first introduction to that that one and then um <laughs> What was the other one? An Ember in the Ashes. I read at the same time. Mm. That doesn't have a that doesn't have sex in the first book, but it talks about certain things and okay. certain start happening. Um, very adult things. Um, so but yeah, yeah. That, that ties in ex perfectly for this next thing. Mm -hmm. Many themes cover, so it's the themes that are covered in YA versus new adult, and mm -hmm. I disagree with some of these things. <laughs> Because I feel like some of them very much can be in the new adult category. Like, I don't think it's mutually exclusive. I think new adult, at least based off of this, mm -hmm. is very just romance. And mm -hmm. I don't like it. It's not dark romance, which I do like. <laughs> <laughs> so themes for YA yeah. <laughs> are such as identity, sexuality, depression, mm -hmm. suicide, drug abuse, alcohol abuse um familial struggles bullying are all covered mm -hmm. um but also can be covered in new adult that's that's tagged in at the end yeah uh but apparently um specifically new adult topics include first job starting college wedding engagements marriage starting new families friendships post high school military enlistment financial independence living away from home empowerment loss of innocence and fear of failure which dear god this sounds like it was written by a man catered to a woman and yeah. not in the right way yeah yeah it's like this okay is so here's jobs are okay so here's here's something that i've noticed in bookstores uh where we are saying young adults yes teenagers are not adults yet no so I've seen in some instances where instead of saying young adult, they just say teen fiction, teen fantasy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that might be something that needs to be figured out. I feel like maybe teen should be what is now considered young adult. Like if they are under the age of, if it's targeted towards under the age of 18, that is teen. And then maybe that young adult, 18 to like college and then um, new adults after that i feel like i i, I think maybe maybe i think 13 to 16 should be teen 16 mm. to 18 should teen be young should be adult. young adult yeah yeah i like that mm -hmm. because i feel like there are certain books like i feel like throwing a glass the whole mm -hmm. series 16 plus yeah yeah but i wouldn't want a 13 year old reading it. reading all eight mm -hmm. books of throwing a glass that's too much yeah no, I I agree. Yeah. So like I feel but like I think mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do think I it needs to be divvied yeah. up. I think teen yes. teen lit, lit needs mm -hmm. to be the next new category. Yes, absolutely. And and not interchangeable with young adults. Exactly, because yeah. I wouldn't say a 13-year-old, which is considered young adult. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. He's a young adult. Not a, they're not young adults. I teach 13-year-olds. They're not young adults. No, Sixteen-year-olds aren't young adults. But <laughs> no, still. they're not. But I guess because they can drive or whatever, uh, it's a little. They're getting there. They're getting there. Now, yeah. we've talked about this a few times. We mentioned mm. it, but one of the biggest distinctions between young adult and new adult mm -hmm. is the sex. Yes, <laughs> there is definitely yes. a lot more implied sex types mm -hmm. of sex. They just the whole gamut yeah of sex. yeah fade to black not fade to black so know. here's a little huh, 
Little note, in 2012, new adult fiction saw a rise in the romance subgenre of contemporary with self-published titles such as Slammed by Colleen Hoover, Easy by Tamara Weber, and Beautiful Disaster by Jamie McGuire uh, are just a few of Mm -hmm. the big up-and-coming ones back in 2012. Um, But a lot of people believe this specific subgenre of romance jumped into the new adult fantasy, I mean, new adult fiction category because of the erotic novel Fifty Shades of Grey. <sighs> Which, I don't know when that came out. I don't remember when that came out. Um, let's find um, out. It was published in 2011, uh, then picked up by a publishing company in 2012. Okay. Which, if you aren't already aware, it was based off of a Twilight fanfic. Yes. It, like, literally, and then her, pub- and eat to the point where, like, her publisher, you have to change the names. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. I think that's also something, also, with new adult, I was thinking about this earlier, I meant to say something, uh, but a lot of new adult stuff is based off of. Oh, fan yeah. Fiction. Is fan fiction that is now Because it's our generation. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, exactly. (laughs) Now, I always forget this because I completely avoided the Fifty Shades trilogy because I I watched YouTube critiques, not even like nice critiques, like Mm -hmm. slam critiques, funny critiques of the movies Mm -hmm. on YouTube because I was like, I'm never going to watch these, so I want to laugh. At, at commentaries yeah. about these vi- movies because I knew I knew it was a Twilight mm-hmm. fanfic rewrite and Twilight left a really bitter taste in my mouth because I didn't like how the movies went and I didn't like how the books went and I didn't like anything yeah. about it. Yeah. After New Moon and like the beginning of Eclipse it just really went downhill for me. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. And I was like I have no interest in watching and reading a something that is based on this. Of a book that I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then also not to mention all the other problematic things about this. I also was mildly scarred by the idea of reading Fifty Shades of Grey because I was doing my observation hours. So I wasn't student teaching yet, but I was doing my observation hours. Mm-hmm. Where I had to go observe under different teachers mm-hmm. for a few hours, and then I rotated. My I asked my old art teacher from elementary school, who was still who I realized was probably like really really young when she was my teacher because she was still teaching. Mm-hmm. I was oh, yeah. observing under her, and she offered to let me borrow her copy of Fifty Shades that she was reading while her boyfriend was out of town, and she was going to be done with it in, like, two days, and she's like, I'd be happy to let you borrow it. My elementary school art teacher, I, I literally uh-uh. scarred by this. That is very scarring. And that I was just like, nope, nope, I don't want to read this, because I, all I, no. like, the only thing I think about is, like, my art teacher read this, my art teacher read yeah. this. Yeah. <sighs> so, that's something we're like, um... I, I've never read the books. I have seen the first two movies um, because I, I saw them with a friend. Oh, uh, and friend. She, really <laughs> wanted, yeah, she really wanted to watch them. And she's like, we need to watch it. And I was like, okay, fine. But I never read them. And I knew I was never going to read them. Um, and I hate that I've seen them because they were awful. Oh my God, were they awful. Um, but I also found out when I was like, when they first were becoming popular and I wasn't too sure about everything, I didn't know they were based on Twilight just yet. Wasn't too sure about what was going on. Like maybe I need to read them because it's super popular, see what it's about. And then my stepmom was like, yeah, I've read it. And your grandmother has read it. And I was like, nope, I'm out, (laughs) I'm out. I am out, no thank you. And then started learning some things on, I read a lot, like what you were saying, you watched a lot of commentaries. I read a lot of critiques and reviews yeah. and things and saw all the problematic things with it and all this other stuff. And honestly, by that point, I had outgrown the whole Edward crate, which I was never team Edward, but no, neither was I. I outgrown, so. yeah. <laughs> Is that why we read so many Wolf Shifter books? <laughs> no, I think mine's because of uh, Underworld. It is definitely because of Underworld. I Kate, I love yep. Kate, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Kate, not Beckinsale. Is it Beckinsale? No. Uh, whatever, Kate something. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember my uh, Michael Speedman. I think that was his name. Was the <laughs> actor who played her male interest who gets bitten and changed into a hybrid 
vampire lichen shifter and Mm. literally obsessed i have all of those i remember the first time i think i remember the first time that we started fully realizing (laughs) how alike we were was when i sent i think i sent you something or we were talking about something and i had that on in the background or i was saying that i was watching or something you were like oh my god it was like okay we are yeah yep we're on the same wavelength here (laughs) so definitely one of my favorites um yes but honestly let's see um when it comes to this (laughs) hi baby that would be my corgi um one of the things that I do like to state that from this article that I think is a good thing to mention, sex is not synonymous, 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 synonymous. Thank you. With new adult type. Like you can no. find new adult stuff that doesn't mm-hmm. have sex. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like it's not like one and the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the more common denominator or like, yeah, that's what I think most people use to, um, it, no, I, the I totally agree. And I guess um, for me, like, my opinion on it is mm-hmm. as a an adult, I will say I'm an adult, not a new adult, but an adult, <laughs> in a relationship, I am married. <laughs> I think that's perfectly normal. Like, to yeah. me, if yeah. I'm reading a book about a 28-year-old and a 32-year-old, mm-hmm. if they're not having sex... Mm-hmm. Or something is is not even it, it's not even to mentioned. It. Then that it's like what's that's not what, reality. I mean, I'm, exactly. coming for me, I'm a 29 year old who is single, so the opposite, you know. But I agree. It's like it's like this is. I, I'm all for a fluffy, cute romance, mm-hmm. but if you're over the age of 25, <laughs> whether you're taken or single, uh-huh. when you're in a relationship. You kind of expect certain things to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more normal. And I just so think when it, it doesn't happen, real. yeah. And if it doesn't, it's if it's not even brought up or mentioned or yeah. anything in a um book that is supposed to have a romantic element to it, if it's not an actual romance, then it yeah, it doesn't like it's not it's that's when it's hallmark. Yeah, you know. Here's a good, I'll just, I'll use my book as a reference for this. My book is new adult. Like, it's going to be, um, off. Get off. It's going to be 20-year-olds together. Mm-hmm. Now, not a spoiler. I'm making sure my dog doesn't knock over my camera. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely a slow burn. Yeah. It's for sure a slow yeah. burn. The, the idea, and I wouldn't even say, like, I would say enemies to friends to mm-hmm. lovers slow burn would be the category for my book mm-hmm. the thought of romance like there's physical attraction mm-hmm. in book one and mm-hmm. probably in book two mm-hmm. i'm working out book on book two right now so like i'm not 100 <laughs> sure but I, if it's in book one it's probably gonna be in book two <laughs> and like you see genuine care for each other in book two mm-hmm. like i feel like their friendship really develops then and like the trust mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then by book three, they're like, oh, 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 I think I like you. (laughs) But, like, there's no, like, there's going to be some, like, the beginnings of the relationship Mm -hmm. will probably be in book three. Book four, there's going to be more, but it's Mm -hmm. not going to be heavy on sex. Because that's not the focus of the book. Right. Their relationship is not a priority Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. It just kind of happens now books five and six <laughs> we'll see who knows who knows that's who so knows? far away storyline like there's dragons in that book series so like and they're like enemies of the state so uh-huh. it's all yeah yeah but it's also i think just you know and like and I- depends on the the genre of that you know because there's no which is a genre but then also like a the subgenre. Are you good? <laughs> there was a lot of lemon seeds in my mouth. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was cat hair or if it was the lemons. 
because I have a cucumber. Oh, is that it's, it's cucumber lime? And I think I just sucked up three lime seeds, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> following these. Well, I'm done with that. <laughs> um, but like, and one of the things that I think is really important in the new adult fiction is there should be fiction that does not have sex. Yeah, absolutely. Because one of and this put gave me some really good perspective that I just didn't mm. have at the time because I enjoy a little. What, what was that term? Uh, romanticy? A little romance <clears throat> fantasy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do like a romance novel. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally reading My Killer Vacation, which is right. romance. Mm-hmm. And I like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But one of my students gave me a perspective, because, you know, that's one of the things that is a plus of being a teacher. Yep. Is you get perspectives that you might not get from your friends and family and mm-hmm. people around you. Mm-hmm. One of my students is asexual. They have no interest yeah. in romance in any of their books. Yeah. They still want to read murder, yes. historical fiction, fantasy. And I think that's important to acknowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen stuff that people who are and stuff. 23 should be able to uh-huh. read a fantasy book that doesn't have romance in it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that was something I was thinking about earlier, too, where there was a point where I got really frustrated with YA. Um, and mm-hmm. I think it was around college. Um around the end of college, because again, reading fan fiction, um, around the end of college and then into um, right after college, where I was getting frustrated because I wanted to read a fantasy book series that romance was not one of the main plots. Like if there was a little bit of romance, fine, but I didn't want that to be overshadowing the actual plot. So yeah. so yeah, I absolutely agree with that because at some point it's like I just want to see a badass woman fighting her enemies with a sword and not sitting there going, "Oh, well do I want this one or do I want that one?" or, you know. You should read Throne of Glass. <laughs> <laughs> I've read the first book. That was yeah. actually when I started reading that book because oh, I read perfect. I read Throne of Glass first. And I recommended it to one of my cousins after I read it. And I was like, it's so great. And she was like, well, is it really romancing? I was like, yes, but no. Like, mm-hmm. it is, but it's not at the same time. Like, there are elements, of course. And I've only yeah. read the first one. Um, but that's not her main goal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it was just so great. And I think one of the things that, I mean, the title of this is, of this episode that you guys will already know before when you click mm-hmm. on it is, uh, what is YA, no, not YA, <laughs> NA, <laughs> and is it important? And if you can't yeah. lean at this point, by the end of this episode, mm-hmm. how passionately we're talking about this and how yes. many, it is clearly important. It is so important. It is a whole, like, when I'm 50, there are still going to be my mm-hmm. kids, if I have, whenever I have kids or whatever that ends up looking like, mm-hmm. are eventually going to be 20, 25, yeah. 30. I want them to have books to read. Yeah, absolutely. This genre is needed. There is mm-hmm. readership. There mm-hmm. are, it's not a marketing scheme. Yeah, and it's also just nice to be able to read books that you can relate more to. Like, yeah, I can relate to a lot of characters, but if they're not my age or around my age, it's going to be a lot harder. Oh, yeah. To do that. And um, a lot of times, and if you are a big reader like us, you'll notice this too. Sometimes when you read things, you learn things about yourself. Oh, for sure. And it's like, oh, that's helping me get through this situation in my life or whatnot. I literally was talking to my friend. Uh, I'm going to do a little shout out because we were talking today. My friend in England, Ellie, <laughs> we, she just finished reading the first three books of Akatar. And I told her to read books. Oh, my gosh. Three, right? Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told her, I was like, you need to read books one through three. Mm-hmm. You can read book four as a standalone. And then book five is basically the beginning of a new series. Same mm-hmm. characters, but shift in POV. So she read the first three books. So we, like, caught up. We chatted through it. And she said that the second book really helped her process some stuff that was going on in her life at the time. And I remember saying the same thing to you. The second book helped me process a relationship I had just gotten out of. And so So like she has a three day weekend this weekend and she's reading book four. So we're gonna Oh my gosh. I know (laughs) that is so exciting. (laughs) But yeah, so yeah. Finding books that are that you can relate to, Mm -hmm. particularly for your age, because that does matter. Like when I read YA, and which I don't read much now, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I always age the characters up. Mm-hmm. Like, a thousand. Like, ten years. Like, if they're 16, they're mm-hmm. 26. Yep. Easily. If, yep. if the guy's 20, he's 30. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think it's also difficult for us, too, because we both taught high school. So, yeah, like, I don't want to. My kids could never <laughs> right, do what they right, do. Exactly. <laughs> now, a twenty-two-year-old, a twenty-two-year-old, absolutely bet my bottom dollar. <laughs> well, I remember once I was watching. Um, it was when I first, my first year teaching, and I taught just like you teach all ages. Mm-hmm. So we both have subjects. We teach all ages. Yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, I'm not in high school anymore. But fourteen through eighteen, that's what I taught, and I remember watching the fourth harry potter movie with my mom and it got to the point at the end um where he's in the graveyard and i started bawling and i had never cried at this scene before i mean obviously i cried because cedric but like i i was crying because of what was happening to harry and i was like he's 14 years old my students could never and like it was just you know and i don't like having to yeah you with that type of emotional, um, you know. And I think it's different because we are older. And we're yeah, seeing that these mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. do things off. Especially when there's romance involved in it. Ugh. Because it's that, it's that awful thing where it's Ugh. like, the older you get, the more you agree with King Triton and the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yes! <laughs> or or that other thing where it's like, if I can't read things. Fantasy YA, I'm a, it's easier. But if it's a high school, like they are in high school, I'm like, I I was watching um, when I first was, I don't watch Riverdale anymore because after all, I was like, I can't do this anymore. But I did watch like the first season and a half of it. And there's this one scene where two of the Betty and Veronica go up to the secretary in the school office and they're talking to her and I'm sitting there going, why are y'all talking to her like this? Like, yeah, she's right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am... <laughs> relating to the school secretary and you know it's like y'all need to calm down and go back to class like <laughs> also like the secretary would just not they they would be the like secretary right, would get not. out yeah they're like get out be We're gone done. be gone so like so they... it's just i can't i can't do it in there and i like i like ya but i think if it's if it's fantasy i could get behind it a little bit more um because but... i i um use the logic of based on historical evidence starting careers mm-hmm. and lives happened mm-hmm. at an earlier time yes so i can suspend yes. that idea like yes. oh well they're actually really considered adults so they're 26. right <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah oh yeah absolutely boop, boop. well i think that wraps up our episode do you have any yeah. other thoughts and things to add or i feel like we've passionately yeah. <laughs> uh talked about this subject we're gonna be doing a few other episodes like this kind of mm-hmm. one-offs we'll have stuff that we want to talk about i know we want to talk about fan fiction and where mm-hmm. to get like the best stuff um we want to talk about comics mango webtoons all that Graphic kind of novels. stuff so. uh we want to talk about different yeah. uh listening to books um, oh yeah books hardcover books you know all that kindle stuff. unlimited is kindle yes. unlimited the best service i don't know we're gonna do some research uh, we're gonna yeah. look around yeah. and try to get some good stuff for you guys and expand your reading platforms yeah so thank you so much guys for joining us on this episode of we know how to read we'll uh see you next time bye